Mating Matters podcast is changing lives. Very eye-opening for me. Give me an incredible wealth of knowledge that gives me confidence. It's been very informative and I've learned a lot. This is Dr. Wendy Walsh. I use evolutionary psychology, sociology, and biology to explain human behavior. Listen and follow on the iHeartRadio app or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love your podcast. You do an amazing job. I love your show. Thank you so much for what you do. Mating matters. Hi, guys. This is Megan Massacre from the TV shows New York, Inc. and Bondi, Inc. And why the hell are you listening to the Maleko and Flash podcast? I mean, you could be doing something way more interesting, like getting a tattoo from me. Hello, hello. Happy Wednesday afternoon and welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast. I'm Maleko. I think I'm Flash. And we've got another special episode for you today as we celebrate Pride Month here in Hawaii. Uh, we've also are celebrating the return of the Hawaii International yes. Film Festival. It is back, presented by Hale Kulani. It returns with the 2009 Festival 200 Films from November 7th through the 17th at the Regal Dole Theaters. And this year's program spotlights Korean and Chinese films. And there's a horror genre program that I'm excited about, Hif Extreme. Tickets go on sale Monday, October 21st. And we've got... Anderson Lay in here, the artistic director of the Hawaii International Film Festival. Among his duties, he gets to watch all of these films. He gets to tell us about why we need to see these films. And he gets to talk about how all of the uh, the films go to a good cause and bringing more art and entertainment to Hawaii. So, Anderson, thanks for coming in today. Glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. Anderson. Now, Anderson, you've been, you've been on the show before. We, we actually had you here last year. We were talking about the film festival. Yeah. So we're going to catch up, see what happened in the past year. And, yeah. And uh, see what's new for the festival, too. Um, while we uh, get ready to do that, though, we want to start with our drinks. And because it's Pride Month, we have set up a Pride Bar here in the studio. Uh, so we've got, uh, we've got <laughs> three different people here going to be making drinks for us, or at least they'll be drinking with us. Uh, we've got, first of all, Melvin Milton here from Rumfire. And uh, you're also with the Blaisdell, too? I am with the Blaisdell Center. you got to talk right into the mic, though, Mel. Oh, sorry. There you go. I am with the Blaisdell Center as well, so. Oh, Melvin's got his sunglasses on. Wow. He's so cool. I'm he, today. I'm don't be shy. It's radio. It's know, it's a podcast. Know, it's not even radio. Listen, Maleko will never hate on anyone for wearing sunglasses inside. A true story. True story. True story. <laughs> yes. Too many. Too many in my closet. Like a hotshot director right there. That's, oh, oh yeah. The sunglasses. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it. All right. So Melvin's in the corner there. He's going to be helping us uh, with uh, with our bar today. And Melvin, you brought a whole Ooh. gaggle of gays today. Did, this is amazing. I, I brought my crew yeah. with me. So tell us who you brought. <laughs> Introduce them. I brought Sean. Sean is my uh, co-chair for uh, Honolulu Pride, inter- entertainment chair for Honolulu Pride. And I also got David from Hula's. He's going to be making drinks for us today because I need all of them. So not only the, October in Hawaii is Pride Month, but it's specifically this week is like the week. This is the week this that's got the week. This is the main week of Pride this Month, right? We are smack dab right in the middle of it. Right. So nope. that's why Maleko's dressed this way. It explains a lot. <laughs> that's true. And that's, you know, we actually we were hoping, wasn't it like coming out day like a week ago? It yes, was, right? It was the 11th. Yeah, we, I think was, last Wednesday you, on yeah. the podcast. Did you, yeah. did you come out? No, we're are we gonna go, we're gonna go back to these jokes again from <laughs> the same jokes great. from last week? I love yeah, it. I yeah. love. It. Well, they I, haven't heard them yet. I, yeah, yeah. Is, is this thing on? Hello, it's a new audience. Yeah. I said I'll, I'll come out when you come out. Yeah, the next show's at eleven. <laughs> All right. Well, we've already started mixing up some cocktails here. David from Hula is making some drinks for us. David, grab the mic and tell us what you've made. Give us the ingredient list so our fans can make them at home. 
Okay, well, this one, I was actually, I chose it because I, you know, I Flash is going to be here. This, you yeah. recognize, you want to yeah, take absolutely. it? Absolutely. No, you want to no. take a, no, no, a stab no. at it? Go you know ahead. Okay. Is? So this is a throwback from the Wave Waikiki when, oh. he, when he was promoter there. Oh! You know. Oh, it's a pink pussycat. Yeah! Yes! Right on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel 20 years younger. <laughs> So this one you can make with uh, an ounce of Stoli vanilla, a half ounce of watermelon pucker, a splash of sweet and sour, and because we're doing drinks, we're just doing a little bit more Sprite. If you want to do them as shots like we used to do back in the day, yeah. just do a oh, yeah. splash of 7-Up, and there you go. That's such a great throwback. What a great way to start the show, David. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome, man. I haven't had a pink pussycat in, what, 15 years? Oh, well, there's a lot it's of jokes more there. Than that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of jokes there. <laughs> but, but so yeah, for those dude, who, who don't awesome. know, the pink pussycat was Flash's go-to shot. So if you no, ever I ran invented into him, it. if you ever ran into him at the Wave Waikiki, and you were out on a, you know, and he was like, "Hey, let's do shots," as the promoters often do, it was always this shot, and it was it was always in many quantities. It's a pretty good way to start the party. That's great. Thank you for that. Totally. So, so we got our pink pussycats in hand, and Anderson, as the guest of honor today, you get to pick the word of the day today. Ooh. Something we're going to say a lot, but maybe not too often. Uh, and then the folks at home are going to celebrate with us by drinking and screaming really loudly in their cars. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Don't overthink it. I know. I'm just thinking. Like, um, something that's not too easy, not too hard, but... But just right, huh? But just right. <laughs> just right. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm gonna start I mean, the, come on, Anderson. I'm start the, think, I was thinking I was going to... Thank you. Pride. Pride is a <laughs> yeah, simple, yeah. simple... You're going to use the word pride? Pride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. for the plug-in. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Way to, way to play to the crowd, Anderson. Way to play I to know, the crowd. Really. I love it. All right. So anytime Get you hear the help. word pride, you're going to make some pride! noise. <laughs> and have a sip of your pink pussycat. Pink Pussycat. Man, this is yeah. like, you know when you hear yeah. a song and a certain song takes you yeah. back to like this mm -hmm. nostalgic thing? I don't think I've ever had that <laughs> experience with a cocktail, but as soon as I took a sip, it I mean, it takes you so what right is the, back. It's weird. So what my, is the my, song equivalent of the Pink Pussycat for you? Oh, probably, uh, well, there's many because, I mean, we're talking about the wave. Yeah, yeah. One of them would be that Josh Wink, the laughing song. Mm. Do you remember that? One of the original uh, great big house DJs, the laughing uh, song was a big know. hit that got played all the time. Mine, for the wave, mine would be You Spin Me Round. Oh, yeah, Dead yeah. or Alive. Dead or Alive. Like, that's just also appropriate for uh, Pride. Yeah, yeah, Byron the Fur would play that one constantly. And so that was well, one of those. Well, round and Round, right? Round, yeah. and, round and Round was also from that same album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You spin me. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That one. Okay. Anyway, there you go. All right, so now that you've uh, tripped down memory lane with us. <laughs> so, I know. Everyone's like, yeah, great. Who cares? Great. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't there. Uh, Anderson, <laughs> let's talk about... You weren't even born yet. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. Uh, I'm old. All right, so Anderson Hiff is back this year. Uh, 200 films to go through. And we've talked about this before, but you actually have to watch most of these, right? Well, we have a team. Yeah, so I, watch, but I do watch a lot of them, yeah. Do you have sure. team members, though, that you, you know... They're like, this movie's amazing, and you're like, mm, no, you're an idiot. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't trust your judgment in films because we all have those friends. Sure, they sure. recommend a movie, and you're like, oh, well, yeah. I know because you like it. I know for sure I won't like it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think for my my coworkers, my colleagues, or my team, we all have different tastes, but we have to argue why. If they're adam if they if they want to really 
wanted to really show this film, they had to make a, a, a good argument why it should be part of the program. Mm. But, but you can't curate a, a festival based on your personal no, likes. You no. have to think about the needs. Exactly. Of the... If honestly, and to be honest, if I if I programmed purely on my personal taste, <laughs> we would have been bankrupt years ago. Nothing but porn. <laughs> if, if I was yeah. the director, <laughs> I always I always say to people, you know, the only person that really understands me is my Netflix queue. Right. You know, my Netflix queue. I've started to trust it for years. I, I didn't trust it for years. I didn't trust it. I'm like, is what do yours? you know about me, Netflix? Yours is good. But when I go and I, even if I resist a movie, it says 95 percent, and I'll resist it for weeks and weeks. Finally, I'll be like, all right, I'll take a look at it. I wind up loving the movie. Really? Almost, almost every time. I, I think that mine is the suggestions. I don't even bother with that. It's so most of the time off Well, base. it depends. Do you go on Netflix all the time? Or both of you? Yeah. Uh, yes, I think more with more Five, frequency. six times a week, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like your version of uh, that Spike Jones film, Her. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah so it, it knows Once me. Netflix will have the voice command or voice, yeah. you know, or whatever, have yeah. a voice, then, yeah. Although the really problem is when you start to share your next Netflix account with other people, right. that, that's when it really yeah. goes off the rails. And it's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like, why am I seeing anime porn in my queue? This is, <laughs> this is not my bag. I don't, I don't know what this is. You have your own like, profiles now, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, they always click on mine, though. Just, <laughs> just stop letting Flash borrow my password. Yeah. So what is this uh, HIF Extreme? What, what is this all about? So yeah, so this is our, you know, we have, this is our annual like, genre horror type of films that we, you know, section that we have every year. So we do have horror films and our, our thrillers or kind of like films that are of that type of genre. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we're kind of like, we would dub like late night movies, even though we don't, we used to show them at midnight, but we don't do that anymore. Like, so like, late. Like the, the late. The late show, that's yeah, too late now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, you know, like, like, a, like a nine o'clock show or something yeah. like that. That's what, what I show What is it about horror in particular as and correct me if I'm wrong, I would say outside of documentaries, more than any other genre, has seems to be like the hot genre in movies the last several several years. I think because, uh, honestly, it's like, you know, when we were growing up in the 80s and 90s, like, movies were, were really more star-driven, like Stallone, Tom Cruise, right? But now it's like really more, like, concept or genre-driven. And I think, you know, like, horror movies have always stood the test of time. You know, it's like, it's not necessarily Tom Cruise fronting a horror movie. It's like, it's the 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 the, the property itself. It's the Michael Myers, right? Or right. it's the Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that's the selling point, the right? Jason, yeah, exactly. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. So and in, so in a, in a sense, like horror movies have you know have really survived, kind of like and and are actually prospered now, um, especially in streaming services, VOD. That a lot of people, well, you want to really seek horror movies it's become kind of like this new renaissance of of horror that's what i mean it's yeah. like it's I mean, become like, this yeah, hot new thing yeah, yeah, you, I, you I, can I, you can tell by the, look the at jordan, cast jordan peele yeah, exactly right? blumhouse yes. right yeah. yeah like get out or us and like you know now I, I and i hate using the term elevated horror because you know it's like so is it like is it like high class horror it's just horror you know like it's like but the cast of um in to me this is how i can tell that uh horror is becoming more um popular and relevant and is trending upwards because the cast that they use now it's a higher like you know you hate to say it but you you get the higher level of like more a-list type actors stars yeah. are going it's not like they're slumming it doing a horror movie for the money they're like right. it's kind of it's still i mean it's definitely a prestige thing to be in a jordan peele movie at yeah, this point sure. 
I mean, honestly, it's, it's because it's a generational thing. You know, like you know, like actors and directors now who are not hot in Hollywood, they grew up on comic books. They grew up on horror movies. Right. They grew up on yeah, right. you know going to the VHS, VHS store and finding like obscure movies. Right? And certainly in the last so now, however many years, yeah. everyone's grown up on The Walking Dead. Exactly. Oh, there's all these yeah, zombie yeah, yeah, yeah. everything now. Yeah. When well, you talk about producers, you mentioned Blumhouse, and it yeah. seems like. I don't know. Maybe that guy's everywhere. I would, I would say three quarters of the horror movies I saw in the past year came out of Blumhouse Productions. Yeah. Not just he's he's branching out. I mean, to me, Purge isn't a horror thing. That's like that's like thrillers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. there's Blumhouse yeah, Television yeah. now. There's yeah. Blumhouse yeah. Netflix. I mean, it's yeah. uh, it's it's an entire it's a manufacturing facility for, for horror. So it's Blumhouse, Jordan Peele's Monkey Paul Productions. Yes. You have James Wan who did The Conjuring and all. Oh yeah. Kind of James Wan, who yeah. Anderson has worked with. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. wait, what is oh, this? Yeah. Tell me, what is this? Oh, yeah, that. I haven't worked. Yeah. Speaking of horror there. movies, Baba Duck is a uh, oh, yeah. Baba Duck is a great example. Pride icon as well for oh, yeah. some reason. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How wait, is Baba Duck a pride uh, hello, icon? Said the word. Wait, oh, <laughs> good job, Sean. <laughs> Sean's like, How are we going to say this word or what? <laughs> How the hell is Baba Duck a pride icon? I really don't know, and Baba I've googled Duck. it multiple times. <laughs> That is uh I don't understand this. Is this either. is this a real thing? Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing. Wait, you know about this? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about it. I mean it's just internet memes, man. It's yeah. just like something's just take take it. Is it a good right. thing? I mean it's a good movie, so I guess <laughs> like I mean like like does somebody do they call you, Hey, I'm your Baba Duke, you know? Or, <laughs> or I wanna put my Baba in your duck. Yeah, or <laughs> watch out, the Baba Duke's coming tonight. I mean, I don't know. There's so many ways you, you know? can approach this. Do you do you walk up to somebody at a bar and Baba Duck? You know, just kinda whisper <laughs> in their ear. By, by the <laughs> way, Maleko is asking for a friend. <laughs> I just wanna know. If you try it, let me know how it goes. If I'm sitting in the bathroom stall and somebody says Baba Duke next to me, I'm running for the hills, is all I you should know. Better than like Slender Man. Yeah. Oh, that movie! Oh, yeah. That no. movie bombed, right? Yeah, movie bombed. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. that was a meme, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's what was before the movie. The movie. Slash yeah, urban legend. Creepy, yeah, yeah. creepy pasta, right? Was the uh, yes? Was the um, forum Origin. or something? In fact, there, that's another uh, genre I found a lot of uh, on Netflix recently. Is um, there's these movies that are being made off of internet stories and memes, mm-hmm. like um, that's what Slenderman was, Slender right? Slenderman. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, I can't remember the name of this other one, but. Um, one that I just started reading is two sentence horror stories. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, rare, which rare, is where basically yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't know what what it is. You get the first sentence before the movie starts, and then at the end of it, they give you the second sentence, and it's the whole thing was written mm-hmm. based on this this premise. We well, also have the unfriended movies. Unfriended. Movies. Oh right. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, it's like or like um, what's that film? Um, Searching. Uh, it's yeah. Like these these genre, single screen genres like all takes place on a computer screen. Right, right, where all right. Of, all of the footage comes from. Yeah, some that was sort of with uh, speaking device. of Walking Dead. That was with Steve Yuan, right? No, that was with John oh John Trocato. I'm racist. Yeah, 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 Jesus, yeah, yeah. wow. Jesus Christ, that's yeah. as racist as it gets. That's it. Yeah, no pride for you. That's, that's no terrible. Well, all right, we're all about inclusivity. Speaking of pride, let's head over to the Pride Bar and let's find out how how our friends are doing over here. You guys look bored. Are you okay? Good. I love movies. So are you, are you, are like, you big movie fans? Absolutely, and I'm really excited for their yeah. closing film. Talk right into the mic. Oh, weathering with you? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. fan. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. You not see my tattoo, uh, One Piece, oh, on my arm? Yeah. 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 Nice. He does. He has a One Piece tattoo on his uh, on his yeah. right forearm. There, uh-huh. I'm a pirate. You know, anime is another genre that has just really <laughs> exploded. 
lately. Yeah. It used to be so like niche and underground, and it's like it's not. I hate to say it, but it's it's not like you're not embarrassed to say yeah. you like anime. Well, is anymore. it akin to anim- like anime has also been elevated? Yes. Absolutely. Is it akin to like comic book fame? Like Marvel has become yeah, more mainstream. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. anime has become more mainstream as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like no longer like in like you know. Um, you know, like the 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 the, the bargain bin of a VHS you right know, VHS bin or something. Now now it's like yeah. Netflix is kind of like really kind of you know it really was in America that really put anime on the map was Toonami. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I grew up with that. Oh, Sailor that, Moon, what's that? Dragon Ball Z. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Toonami. We're all a bunch of otaku yeah. over yeah, here yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that, it was like Robotech. It was and it was. Uh, Star Blazer. Yeah, that was like that's oh. like our time. That's like eighty. You're talking yeah. I, I'm classics. De- yeah, I'm like, I'm I'm definitely. Everyone eight else in the room now. completely went silent, but I'm yeah. looking at you like I, I I'm aging myself. Tsunami really but, yeah. brought anime to the forefront too, like Dragon Ball, Sailor yeah. Moon, and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and now I always felt like that mainstream. was a Hawaii thing. I always felt like it was, we just got a little bit more of it because we were here. But I guess Ooh, not. Huh? Tsunami is. Cartoon Network, Cartoon yeah. Mainland. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, now too, it's like um, the way Hollywood is rating comic books for for movie content. They're doing the same thing with anime. You have the Ghost yeah. in the Shell, and they're supposedly doing. I mean, they've been the rumors have been for years of the Akira finally, like the live action Ooh. Akira, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Ooh. a bunch of other live action big budget Hollywood. Tread um, lightly. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they totally blew Ghost in the Shell big yeah. time. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it seems like kind of like after comic books, that seems to be the next big Hollywood frontier for I, content which I is anime. Any, 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 any IP, actually, now. It's like books. Well, you know, a few years ago it was like YA novels, like Hunger Games, right, yeah. you right. know, and, and whatnot. Or, I don't know. Didn't they jump the shark when Ryan Reynolds became Pikachu, though? I mean, at that point... Well, he's just the voice of Pikachu. You know, at, at that point, I think we just did, we just need to dial it back for just a right, little bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's come over here. Let's talk about Pride Weekend happening this weekend uh, for just a bit. All right. Um, so lots of events going on. You just handed me uh, Pride Magazine. Yeah, basically, this big giant newspaper the full Pride of events. Guide. The, the Pride, Pride Guide. The Pride Guide. That's a way better title than I came up with. <laughs> All right, so the Pride Guide here, uh, which is you know several pages of what's going on. This is significantly more than it has been in years past. Yes. What changed in the past we year? We have grown about exponentially 50%. But, like, seriously, you went yeah. from being infants to full-grown-ass adults. Inserts and This is amazing. Oh, yes. More yeah. cocktails. Uh, pride. Did we just said Pride like 10 times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone do eight shots at least. Okay. <laughs> Don't got to tell Melvin twice. He's drinking with two hands. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this year is actually the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Uprising, which happened in 1969 in New York. Which and what is, was that? That was a, uh, basically, it was the first protest that occurred to, you know, advocate for LGBTQ rights in America and launched the movement worldwide. And for 50 years now, you've been fighting for rights, you've been getting more prominence, you've yeah. been getting more acceptance, and, and it's just becoming equal rights. You've just been fighting for equal rights. It's yeah. gotten to the point now we're here in Hawaii, uh, we can have an entire month of Pride events. Yes, which and, is wonderful. And there's yeah. a lot to do, and it's not like yeah. there's a, a few people showing up. There's yeah. thousands of people showing up to these things. So. Yeah, and like if you just pay attention to social media... <laughs> Most of the events that are going on aren't actually like our events. We're just focused on really the pride and the festival. So 
Um, the parade and festival. Parade and festival, yeah. Yeah, so. the parade is this Saturday. Yeah, the, the official events are really the parade and, and the festival. And we have but... a couple of community events that are like educational and stuff like that. Um, we have a pool party that's like one of our few fundraisers that we get to do, which is yeah. on Sunday after the parade. At Alohilani. Um, yeah. But, you know, even though they're not official events, don't you think it's, oh, it's, it's beneficial it's, to have, it's you know, a hundred yeah, other so events out. latch yeah. onto this? Do That's it. good, right? That's what yes. we want. We are all about building up our community mm-hmm. and bringing our community together, supporting one another. That's what Pride is. Right. But you know what? Pride, what, what it's turning into and the reason it's getting bigger is because it's not just your community. It's like yeah. Pride is yeah. it's everyone. It's a bunch of communities. It's, it's a bunch of businesses yeah. that don't really have any affiliation yeah. with Pride, and uh, you, you get a bunch of people that, that aren't gay going to yeah. these. Because, I mean, yeah. let's face it, a party's a party and an right. excuse yeah. to drink, we'll and it's a good time. time. It's, it's a good experience. Absolutely. I want to bring... I want to bring Hiff to the party. Are you guys yeah. marching in the parade this year? Ooh, I think that we are. We, we should lead too, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got, pe- we got people. I look for Hiff. Yeah. Yeah. Next year, the next year for sure. But one thing that Sean and I really want to focus on that we started in January, we wanted to make it bigger and better. We wanted to make it a lot more inclusive for everyone. Gay, straight, white, black, Asian, Talk right into the mic, Melvin. Sorry. We wanted to make it for everyone to enjoy. So if you look at our lineup, it's... Literally everyone, like every aspect of life, every sex, race, gender, whatever, whoever, whenever. Like, we were just happy to have You had everybody. me at alcohol. <laughs> yes. And we have three bars, Flash. We have three bars. And Truly is actually one of Three bars sponsors. where? What are you talking about? What do you mean you got we three bars? three bars where? Um, at the festival, at the Waikiki Show. We have one by the uh, community stage. We have one by the VIP um, area, and then we have one in the middle, which is our dance crazy area. And so correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the festival takes place, the parade ends, right, at the yep. end of Kalakaua, and then correct. you just go right on over just to the show. walk right yep. into the right. gates show. open at 1130. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got that's it. when we start as well. Right. Yep. And Chitty Bang is doing a pool party right next door yes, at the Queen Kapilani yeah, yeah, that yeah, same day. Yeah. Rossi on the mic. So if you want to yeah. you know, get a little wet, go to check out Chitty Bang as yeah. well. Yeah, cool. off a little bit. Where yeah. do they get the She's pride actually guy? spinning at the uh, festival. Where's, oh, perfect. Where's this at? Where do we get this? Oh, this was in the newspaper. The star advertiser. Is it, which which issue was it? Uh, do we know? I think it was last Friday. Last Friday. Okay. Yeah. But we uh, we last Friday. We distributed a bunch. So just go to a random gay bar in Waikiki. You'll find it. Okay. Or just last Google Pride. Yeah. Pride Honolulu. Or check out our website. Honoluluprideover. Yeah. You mean this is on a digital format too? Absolutely. That's crazy. Yes, of course. You guys are so 2019. <laughs> All right. So Anderson, back to you for just a second here. We, you know, one of the things we talked about is these this induction of foreign films into the film festival. That's something that you've always done really well mm-hmm. with the Hawaii International Film Festival. And I feel like. Um, Possibly the best in the country, right? I mean, you guys are known for these for for Asian films. Yeah, we have a strong focus on Asia Pacific, even though we, we show films from all over. Sure, around the world. but uh, when we started, though, when you started the Hawaii International Film Festival, it was just a natural, uh, organic collection of movies yeah, from the Asia Pacific region, just because of where films we are. Seven in 1981. Yeah, seven films. Yeah, in 1981. Wow. Yeah. And so I now that it's varsity theaters. <laughs> oh wow! Do you remember? Uh, do you remember what they were? Or, or maybe? No, no. I'm pretty sure yeah. Anderson. I don't even think uh, Anderson no. was alive. Were you born no. in '87? I, I was born. Yeah. You were born in '87. No, no, no. Yeah, was, just you no. were alive. I was alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in '81, yeah, I was. I was very much alive. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't barely alive. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, the thing is about foreign films now is that I think if you said to somebody, oh, I'm going to watch a movie with subtitles 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, your date might want so other annoying. options, you know. But now, 
And maybe it's because I maybe, and I'm just guessing here. Maybe it's because, like at home, for me, for example, um, if I'm watching a movie late at night, I'll turn the subtitles on a movie anyway, sure. even if it's in English, yeah. just to kind of hear the dialogue. You know, just mm-hmm. because you can't crank it and your neighbors get pissed, and yeah, you know. So I'm I'm almost always have subtitles on anyway. Sure. And so sometimes when you discover a movie that happens to be a foreign film. And it's in subtitles. It just seems like it's natural. Like, we've trained ourselves to be able to, to watch these movies in other languages. I mean, again, going back to Netflix and stuff like that, <laughs> even I watch, I'm watching American English language films with subtitles on. Right. And I'm watching TV series with subtitles. So yeah, you do this. So that's, yeah, 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 so yeah, that's yeah. what people do now. But, yeah, it's just the thing. But, yeah, for me, I think, like, yeah, I think there's a, um, you know, people, you know, like, you know, like a, a you know, person off the street. Who you know, a casual moviegoer doesn't necessarily want to watch read subtitles, but but you know, I mean, with the film festival, it's like a de- you know, kind of a dedicated audience who love international film. Sure. And you know, you know, just going back to, like, you know, I mean, you, you're talking about you're a big fan of anime, right? You don't you don't want to see films in dub. Du- du- Absolutely dub. not. Right. right. So exactly. why, so why is it? Because I've noticed this with um with Netflix. Especially, I've noticed in the last like six months to a year, there's been a huge influx in America of their international properties. Yeah. And a lot of them are subtitled, but what I've noticed more so lately is you get this, they, they come dubbed. Yeah. And yeah. you have to, like the Better Than Us, that sci-fi sure, Russian one. Sure. Like, I, I haven't changed my settings, but all of a sudden I'm watching these Russian dudes, obviously clearly speaking Russian, in the in the, the lips, in yeah, the, yeah, the voice, yeah, yeah. it doesn't match up. And I've noticed more of dubbing lately on Netflix as the default, and oh, that I drives me that. insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because that's. The, I mean, but at least it's a. You have the option to turn it off and then turn on yeah, the you subtitles. Might, you check your settings. Yeah, no, yeah. but that's what no, I'm no, saying. Are you watching? Are you watching on a, on a Roku? No, old it's, man it's, it's the, the default settings. settings. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, so, yeah. like, I, I mean, the other day I watched a, a Mexican a horror I movie. I don't know what because my Apple TV I, doesn't do Isaac that. Isaac on on Zom or whatever. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, my yeah, new yeah, favorite director. So that movie's in Mexican subtitles or Spanish with subtitles. You are Mexican, and you don't know that the language is Spanish. And then, and then the next show I watch is this Russian show, and it's so poorly dubbed. But the problem is, is it takes you out of the experience. Because it's so but bad. I think you can set your original, you set your settings to default yeah. to the original language. Yeah. I'm going to come over and, and help you there with, you with, yeah, with yeah, your yeah. with your Roku. But, but yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know who's really good at dubbing drag queens? What? <laughs> Lip syncing is Hell the yeah. dubbing of shocked. the artist yeah. industry. That's an art. And actually, one of our performers this year is anime. Uh, she's uh, the current reigning queen of queens shout out to one of our I drag that was she's brand new it, too it's, it's sean i was gonna say is her name sean yeah <laughs> she came sean ramsey yeah, yeah. yeah sean actually i got to see sean's big coming out performance on stage at manoa valley theater in a, in a first time he ever got dressed in drag and all of a sudden realized ever, ever and then realized this is who i am and then he, whoa he, what a moment yeah, yeah. Well, his drag mama is uh, Candy Shell. Candy, Candy Shell, who's been on our show. Hey, Candy Girl. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you want to know more about drag queens and you're listening, just uh, search Maleko and Flash the Candy Shell episode. That was very fun. <laughs> that was a good When a are y'all going to make your drag debut? <laughs> I tell you. I mean, we, we can make room for you guys on Saturdays. Nothing know some like people. that. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes I like to feel pretty, but usually it's at home. <laughs> if, you, if you actually want to see Candy Shell, she does a show the last Sunday of the month. At Hula's Waikiki. Look at David plugging. Good job, yeah. buddy. Yes, it's David. 3 yes. to 4 p.m. It's called Mary's and Mimosas. Mimosas and Mary's. 
and uh, you know, it's just awesome. She brings it's her. There's it's no other anime. show like it in Hawaii. No, there it's, isn't. It's, it's a daytime drag show, yeah. and sometimes they have burlesque. It's you know, real fluid. She even does you know, she sings her own songs. Yeah, uh, she's really talented. David, yeah. you had me at alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Flash, can we go together? Yeah, sure. Okay. I thought you'd never ask. Finally. David, by the way, we're thirsty for our second cocktail. Yeah, yes, bring it up. Bring it, bring it, bring it. David. Yeah, I'm thirsty. It's been a very stressful month for me and Sean. Sean and I. <laughs> <laughs> stressful, stressful month for you. Too. Anderson yeah, has yeah, had yeah. to curate 200 <laughs> films for a stressful festival. Stressful, yeah. Yeah. Right, 200 drag queens. By yeah, the way, so... Drag queens. No, we have great LGBT films at the festival, too. Thank you oh, for yeah. the connection. Yeah. Bring Thank it all. Anderson, Anderson, Anderson has been pride. That's amazing. We have amazing. Let's talk films. about the LGBTQ section of the film festival. Yes. Let's talk about gay porn. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, it's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> we've, we've shown porn in the past. Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm sure Flash was front row standing. Well, TFTI, Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what are some, where are some of the, uh, the gay films that HIF has this year? So, um, I want to highlight two films. Um, the first one is um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, uh, which is one of my favorite films of the year. And it's, uh, from a fr- it's a French film from Celine Sciamma. Uh, she, she did a film called Tomboy and Water Lilies. But this is kind of like, I would equate it as the female Brokeback Mountain. Oh, Even it takes oh. place at night. It's a costume drama. It takes place on an island like in 19th, 19th century France on a remote island. You know, like a, you know, like a painter, you know, a female painter who's sent to uh, the island by this baroness to um, paint the portraiture. Of her daughter, who is kind of like, um, has hot. like, she, they're both hot. <laughs> yes, they're both they're both hot. And then like, uh, uh, because she's going to get married off to some baron or something like that. But then they have this like kind of burgeoning romance. Mm. But the film is so, so good. Like it's like super heartfelt, super romantic, but not cheesy at all. And it's like very much similar to Brokeback Mountain. It's like a, you know, you know, it's going to be a doomed romance, right? Because like, um. Like 200 years ago. Right. But it's, oh, man, it's but The so way they good. tell the story like is Romeo great. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, man, it's so good. Yeah, that's my, one of my favorite films of the year. Excellent. And another film called, uh, and, um, and so, and, and, uh, what's, and Then We Danced, which is set in the country of Georgia. And it's kind of a coming of age film set in the, you know, kind of Georgian ballet. Like the like, you know, which is very conservative. Georgia, this country is very. Hold, hold on, I was going to say we have a lot of people that were educated in Hawaii. Georgia is a part of. Uh, it's a country. By Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, not not Georgia not, down not, south. Not the ATL. Yeah. No, no, not yeah, the ATL. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, they're not crunking. No, they're not crunking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're doing this like traditional ballet. It's like a you know, uh, teenager who's like his 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 whole drive is and purpose is to make the the national you know, dance. Um, uh, you know, uh, I guess, uh, troop. Right. Uh, and then there's another guy, kid who comes in who challenges him, and he's, like, very different, you know, from him. And then he, they have this, like, kind of, like, they're, you know, virgin, you know kind of a like romance kind oh, of that. So it yeah. comes from that. comes from that. And it's, All like, right. again, it's, like, got a kick-ass, like, soundtrack, you know, especially, like, Euro disco and, Ooh, you know, nice. electronica and stuff like that. And it's, uh, you know, it's just really, really, really well-made. And it's like, uh, you know, it's just like really sassy, you know, like, you know, the, the actors are really handsome and beautiful, 
you know, sinewy dancers. You get it. You know, everything. <laughs> yeah, it's like awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- these films, they only get to play like once. Sometimes they play twice. Yeah, If you get a chance to see these movies, you know, you really got to get on those tickets in advance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, now, the tickets for this, uh, they haven't gone on sale yet. No, they um, go on sale for the general public on Monday. October 21st. October 21st, yeah. Whatever day that is. So October yeah. 21st. Yeah. And but hif.org, the, the yep. members get first crack? Is that yeah, how that works? First okay. crack on Friday. How do you yeah. become a member? Uh, just go on our website, hif.org, and sign up as a sign up for our membership. And that's hiff dot org, and yeah. you can find it. You can see the full lineup of movies there. You can get uh, just. Yeah, what I like to do now. is I like to pick up the physical copy of the program, I do too. and yeah. then circle the yes. ones I want to see, and kind of go through then it for you about a week or so. Out and yeah, figure yeah, out the yeah, schedule. Yeah, and look and at my calendar. The most, like, an, the most annoying thing is when like two movies that it's like yeah. like you said they might only show once. And it's like if two movies are showing at the same time and you got to make that choice. You know what we really need, Anderson, and you got to get to work on this, is there needs to be a <laughs> digital version of that that I can link with my Apple calendar where I can checkbox the movies I want to see, see how they fit into my life. Right. Because that is that is the hardest thing. Is I'm looking at this paper thing here, and I'm looking at my digital calendar, and I'm like, I don't... Oh, you need to sync the two. I don't know yeah, yeah, if yeah, I can yeah, make yeah. that movie. Or, no, or I'll, I'll pick four movies that I can't go to, yeah. you know, because right. I'm, I'm doing this stupid podcast. Anderson's on his phone like, wait, do we have this already? <laughs> Does this exist? Really? You guys have an app guy? Can we can we borrow him? Yeah, this this is a huge yes. technological oh advance. Oh my goodness, this looks amazing! If you amazing. have this, I've never seen this before. But if you have it, I want to know how you made yeah, it. Yeah, I know because we have to have a new website, so I think it's in the works. I oh, think we have a nice counter option where you can just like put it on your Google or Apple. Yeah, let me just drag iCal. them in yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and bring yeah, them yeah. in. Yeah, because that's cool. All right, yeah. so uh, David, you just handed me oh. a dark drink with a giant slice of pineapple. It's almost on my this. color. Is, what what do we have here? Is this slizzard? <laughs> so you you That's might purple, not Maleko. you might not be able to recognize it in these uh, red plastic cups, but if you had a clear one, it's uh, the one that's iconic to Hawaii. Oh, it's a oh, mai tai it's and mai- iconic um, to and this is the hula's mai tai recipe. Oh, I'm going to give yeah. you the you know the this is for all the listeners. You're getting uh, it's the secret recipe. So we got. An ounce of white rum, uh, a half ounce of our Hula's Mai Tai mix, and... That's where the, the secret sauce the is. Se- the secret sauce is mm-hmm. half orange curacao and half orange syrup. It's like what? almond liquor. Yeah. So good. So, any listeners that are listening right now... I feel so tropical. You know, you got the, the lowdown on what the secret sauce is. Then we have a splash of, of OJ uh, filled with pine, and... Then the dark rum on top, and you can garnish with pineapple, cherry, and a squeeze of lime, definitely, for a little sour. This tastes like a view of Diamond Head. It really is. It's just like it's amazing. Now, you know what this tastes like? Mm. Pride. And speaking of pride, who is uh, is the official after party that starts at... 8 a.m. 8 a.m.? Yes, 8 a.m. We're opening the doors two hours early just for you guys. Before the post party. Date, no, I'll you, see you there, Melvin. Once again, you had me at alcohol. <laughs> so, Anderson, I've got a question for you. You guys have you're showing 200 movies, and yeah. you have to watch all these movies. But the thing is, is obviously, you're watching a bunch of movies that don't make it. Yes. So, in general, on let's say this year you've got 200 movies. How many movies has HIF screened to to winnow it down to the 200? I think this year is close to 2,500. Jesus. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. And do you watch all of these, or do some no, of them come I mean, in, we have how like, many and do you, you look watch? at them and you go, nah? 
I mean, I watched maybe about 300, I think. Three or 400. Yeah. Wow. So basically, you're watching a movie a day. Yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're in various lengths, too, right? So. Do, do you do... So Maleko and I are big on when we listen to podcasts now, we listen to it at like one and a half times speed. Oh, yeah. Is yeah. there yeah. like Fast a... Wa- yeah, is there like a, a watching a movie version of that? No, no but, the, but and, and I know it's a thing. It's oh, a it thing does now. exist? It does exist for yeah. viewing. Yeah. Yeah, to watch it. One po- you know, one, I'm one surprised point, at 1. how... 2, 1.5 to... With, how, with the, the audio as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. The brain like can interpret it, in, interpret this. Interpretate? Yeah. The, the brain can... <laughs> freaking my ties, man. Yeah. They work quick. Um, you know, like the, with the podcast, for example, the, the podcast app uh, that we use was... Overcast, Overcast is the one we like yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, it takes out the breaths and then it, All the and pauses. Then it speeds oh, wow, everything really. up at one and a half speed. And you're listening to it in the car, and you don't like. I don't even realize yeah. that I'm listening you to, get it so used to it at one and right. a half speed. And then someone gets in the car with me, and they get pissed off. Yeah, and they're like, what, what is this it garbage? Sounds like chipmunks. And yeah. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> and, and then slowly over time, you can go up like you know a ten percent well, at a time. Ryan at three times the speed. Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. But like, but in, when you listen to at that regular speed, like, why is it so slow? Right. Right. Yeah. You can never yeah. go back. You, never go you can back. never go yeah, back. Yeah. But so you prefer if if you could watch movies faster, would you, or you prefer no, no, to watch I prefer it in real time? Watch in real regular the intended, yeah, the intended speed. But I mean, I know there's a, uh, you know, a, a, it's a, a trend. Thing. It's a trend. It's a thing to watch movies at one point five, maybe two times. The and, speed. and when you're watching these movies, are, is your phone down? Are you like laser focused? Are <laughs> you like, is it in the background, kind of? No, no, I have to watch. I have to have my full attention, right? So, but I mean, you must know within twenty or thirty minutes, like this movie is a waste of my hey, time. Hey, man, I watched it from beginning to end. <laughs> <laughs> With pride, he said hey! that. Hey! I give it my full attention. <laughs> yeah, right now is an interesting time uh, for movie fans because there's. Uh, what's happening is this big exodus from Netflix. All of these major film houses are pulling their films oh, from Netflix. Mainly Disney. Are, are pulling their and they're making their own. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's new, mainly Disney. It's the new cable yeah. wars. But basically. it is. It is yeah. the new Pickle cable wars all over again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, and cable has is not even playing the game at this point. It's it's no, sad to watch them die so fast. It. They're joining it. So you've got you've got Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which is which is about to come out here. They've actually already partnered up with the company they own, Hulu. So you can get a Hulu Disney Plus and combo ESPN. And, and ESPN, ESPN combo yeah. for twelve bucks. Because yeah. by the way, Disney owns ESPN. Right. Fun fact. So so you got three services there for twelve. Plus you got your Netflix, which is still seven eight bucks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of the cable networks are uh, well. The big are, one is going to be HBO Max. Yeah, that, that's that's the as far as the cable ones go. That's that's the one. So that's HBO all. Max, Apple's in the game now. Apple's, yeah, uh, well, they're whatever. about to be. They're about yeah. to be with, and they've got a lot of great Peacock films coming. Is coming out. Mm-hmm. Peacock, uh, CBS is coming CBS strong. There, yeah. With theirs, uh, it's no one's really biting on that one yet. But the more they start to well, release, they're, yeah, they, they've got the Jordan Peele, right? Uh, the new Twilight the new Zone. And they also got the Star Trek yeah. like, mm-hmm. universe. And then uh, they just announced Picard, their second yeah. show yeah. on CBS Access. Yeah. 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 So, right. so the thing is, at home you've got a lot of competition right. to watch movies, and it's it's not feasible for somebody to subscribe to all of them. Although I guess it is. You know, I mean, our cable bills at some point at the <laughs> highest were like three hundred dollars. Yeah. If you cut cable altogether, which then you've you can already done, all the we're services. just going to assume everybody listening to this yeah. podcast has done that. But I have. With cable companies, will charge you for internet though. You need that internet. That's cable. that's the catch. That's the catch. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's annoying. Yeah, so, so, do you subscribe to all of them? Do you do you get it's just a the ones you for want? Him, of course. <laughs> I mean, I subscribe to a lot of 
a lot of stream streaming services. Yes, I do. You do because I, you know, and there's a lot of ones. A lot of ones are catered, very uh, specific. Like one of my fa- one of my favorite streamers is um, Shutter. I, was, I, I thought you were going to say Shutter. Yeah, yeah. It is a good. So one. Speaking good. of horror, yeah, the horror, horror genre yeah. being the new yeah, thing. Yeah. Although I, it seems like their their selection doesn't grow very fast. No, it does. Does it? It does. And See, it, which, maybe I got to come back to it. What's weird about Shutter is that, and it's like. It's got it's a got a personalized touch because it's actually curated by actual festival programmers, like uh, and then uh, so they have like various weeks that they renew every oh. you know like you know I didn't know this and also they have Shutter TV like you know when you're on Netflix what am I gonna watch yeah. right but so like with Shutter you can you can choose what you want but you can also just choose Shutter TV and it's just and it's a just... streaming twenty four hour <laughs> channel of just. Of a, of a mix of That's stuff. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. I'm All right, maybe I had to so go back to it. It's like a Shutter playlist. I subscribed exactly. to it many years ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and eventually I was like, I've seen all these movies. I don't want to see anything else, but no, maybe they, I got to go back. a lot more. A lot Are more you a big stuff. horror guy, Malika? Love it. Love scary. Really? That's all we ever watch at home, which is why Ooh, I have nightmares. Scary. Can I, uh, oh boy, shot. Here we shot. go. There you go. We're taking it. Let's check okay. in with the Pride Boys here. Come on. <laughs> so one of our headliner, well, our major headliner this year, Allie X. Uh, a little bit witchy. Um, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with her work, but you should totally check her out. Um, also, we got Baby Girl Nightshade. She's a little bit scary too. One of the drag performers. <laughs> oh, are these drag okay. queens you're mentioning here? Yeah. What What do they no, do? No, Alex is a musician. She's a singer. Is she a singer? Okay. Yes. Um, she kind of puts me in the mind of a Lady Gaga kind of yeah. thing. Like a me. scary Lady Gaga? Like a, like a, like a Baba, Baba, Baba Gook? Uh, Bob, her music Baba is very insightful, deep, and profound. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Sean loves her. I love I that do. about her. Yeah. <laughs> so excited to meet her. It's going to be awesome. When are those shows, Sean? You got to give us more details. What? 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 When? Sorry. When are those? When are these happening? Oh, what you time? Tell the time. What day? What time? Where? Where? The is Saturday, October nineteenth. Yes. We're not going to tell you the time because we want you to stay the whole day. It's like afternoon, <laughs> but also we You'll don't have plenty know. Plenty time to enjoy the parade. <laughs> you right. can enjoy the parade and come so to the festival, day, and you'll please. get to see our headliners. Got it. Yes. Got it. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we said pride a whole bunch of oh, negative. Oh boy! Just want to throw that out. Can I, can I can I plug a horror movie we're showing at him? Yes. Yeah. So uh, plug my, whatever you want. That's what you're here for. One of my favorite for. horror movies, and like you know how zombies are everywhere. It's kind of done to death. Yes. Literally, right? The genre of zombies. So, but uh, there's one film I really highly recommend called Blood Quantum. Blood and Quantum. So it's like writing this down. Yeah. So it's like a set in like a you know like rural Canada. Like a Canadian town and stuff like that. So, the the the, the angle here is that the you know there's um uh you know, these indigenous uh tribe or tribe of kind of like you know na- uh natives to you know the to that region right sure. I mean, like Native Americans or Indians for example got it so like they're immune to the virus because of their blood quantum oh. So, Suck it, white people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, they, so, like, yeah. so, so they instantly so they become bit, food. They get, they get bitten. They're not. They're not going to get infected. Wow. Right. Ooh. So, so they. So you know, of course, like, so there's one tribe, like a reservation. They, they you know, there's like, you know, like, um, uh, they become like kind of like this like sanctuary, and then they decide. You know, there's, there's like a great debate. Should we let refugees come in? White people come in to like. Boy, uh, this is some not. on the nose political commentary. Totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> and it was like a, Uprising and stuff like that. It's a great film. It's a great, 
it's a great angle. It's a great yeah. concept theory. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. To, you know, to turn, you know, like to basically the genre, because the genre is done to death. Sure. How do you make it new, right? But and fresh. The whole, I mean, the the genre as a whole, as far as zombies go, has always been a is a political critique of what's happening in our world. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And, absolutely. and so yeah, George Romero yeah. is like, you know, he's, he's either through, the, you know, classes, you know, class or race or even consumerism, you know. Yeah. Uh, Dawn of the Dead, Dawn the, the one the at the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mass yeah. consumerism. So, yeah, it's always a. And Very like, interesting. It's even the Walking Dead. It's like, who is the Walking Dead? Is the thing? Yeah. It's the humans who are the Walking Dead, right? Right. right. Yeah, not the, the zombies themselves, but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a great concept, and uh, yeah, you have like these like elders with samurai swords and stuff like that fighting <laughs> off like you know these, these raving zombies. It's really cool. People it's, are always the more scary. Exactly. Ones. Exactly. That's that's definitely that's what Walking Dead is yeah, yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, that's it's where that's where Jordan Peele excels. You know, mm-hmm. is, is the scariest part of Jordan Peele's movies isn't necessarily yeah. the 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 monsters. It's it's yeah. the humans that yeah. are the monsters. Yeah. But can you imagine if, like Bloodcon was set here in Hawaii, and it was like the Bloodcon was like oh, made oh. of Hawaiian? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right, so uh, one more time, let's just get it out there. Let's just let everybody know how they can get tickets to their films, uh, go and see and find out. And with HIF, you got to plan early. There's 200 films, and they're all playing at different times of the day. So, you But know. also only once or twice, and that's it for a, a, so for if, a, a if, particular movie. If, you know, if you're like me, you've got IMDb app on your phone. You you know, you can Google something. You go through, you read the descriptions, you, you look for certain things you like, you look at the movies, maybe watch the trailers, and then plan your schedule out. It takes time, which is why the tickets go on sale so far in advance, so that you have time to plan out what the what you're going to be doing for the week of the festival. Yeah, absolutely. So you go to, you know, the best place is to go to the website at hif.org, h-i-f-f.org. All the films are there. You can read the synopses. You can watch watch the trailers. You can order your tickets online. You can print them out. Or the website, have... by the way, is really great. Oh, thanks. It's yeah, really yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really come a long way yeah, the last yeah. few so years. So we we're trying to automate it. So, like, you know, just order your tickets, yeah. show the QR code, show up, and show your QR code, and you're good to go. Excellent. You know, so, uh, but, yeah, we have 200 films. Yeah. You know, we have big, and I mean, we have special guests coming to the festival, Huge, too, huge. So. We'll get into that, right? Yeah. 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 Here. One of the things that I love about HIF is that if you're like me and, and you don't really know what you want to see, you just kind of know the kind of movies you like, yeah. you guys offer personalized yep. support. If yep. you go to the box office and you, you talk to the folks there, you can say, look, I like horror movies, I love shorts, <laughs> um, and I've really gotten into anime. And they'll be like, okay, well, these are the movies you like. And like, you'll help. I mean, it's it's incredible the amount of support you give people. Yeah. planning out their movie experience. I mean, even on our website, we have we we, jo- we we genre tag the films. So you're watching. If you're looking at a uh, reading a synopsis, you see the, the genre tag with horror. You just click on that, and you'll see all the horror films. Yeah. Oh, for example. So brilliant. Yeah, yeah. And then we also have personalized blogs written by the programming team that we recommend films usually by theme. You know, like yeah. if you want to, you have an LGBT plus blog, for example. And we have like you know horror blog. We have a sci-fi blog. Nice. Yeah, we we also have like a a foodie blog. We have food films, you know. So, yeah, it's it's really great. It's all on our website at hip.org. Excellent. And now, if we want more information about uh, Pride Week, Pride events happening this weekend, <laughs> Pride. Pride, everyone drink. Or just oh, yeah. call me or go to my Instagram. Oh, I'm Marvin. sorry, Melvin. What's your number, what's, Melvin? What's your cell number, Marvin? Oh my god, Marvin. I don't know him. Marvin out now. All right, Sean. What about you? How do, how do we find information? Like, do you have an Instagram, a Twitter? Oh, yeah, Zana did. I don't know if you're familiar with the old uh, film Zana do. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. I, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Zana did. X A N 
Xanadu, Xanadid. Xanadid, yeah, yeah. But it's Honolulu Pride, um, Instagram and Facebook. Mine is Mel, M-E-L with five V's. V, 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 V. Because she got to be extra. So let's talk about uh, what's happening at the film festival as far as special guests. You always do a really great job of bringing in big-time movie producers. In fact, uh, one of the one of the, uh, the, biggest. the biggest directors you've Hottest had right now. is back again. You you had him on right before he directed uh, the, big, Thor. the big Thor oh, movie. Yeah, yeah, Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Um, yeah. And uh, Taika. Jesus. Someone's excited over I here. Know. I for another drink. He was just on Jimmy Kimmel last night, Taika. Taika, he, he's yeah, incredible. Yeah. If you follow him on social media, the guy is wacky doodle, man. Yeah, he is yeah. way out there. A lot of fun to see, a lot of fun to interact with. He must be incredible to have when he, when he comes out he's here. A, he's a, but he's yeah. back again, Taika Waititi. Yeah, so we're showing his uh, latest film as our opening night uh, gala, um, Jojo Rabbit. You know, so which has been getting uh, rave reviews, rave reviews, and yeah. also controversy. Yeah. A lot yeah. of, uh, and I thought it was a bold choice for you guys to go with that as your opening movie because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one of those movies that gets, uh, which just happened with the Joker as well. It gets denounced by all these people who've never even seen it because this kid has an imaginary friend. Well, it's, it takes place during, uh, you know, like uh, World War Two in Europe and. Uh, and the kid is like part of the Nazi Nazi youth, right? So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, and his imaginary friend is his- Adolf Hitler. Played by Taika. And so the, the rumor I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, but supposedly Taika offered this role to a bunch of different A-listers who all turned him down because they said they didn't want to touch uh, Adolf Hitler with a 10-foot pole. So he supposedly ended up playing the part by, yeah. because he couldn't find anyone else to do it. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? I mean, I think so. I mean, uh, I makes mean, for a good story. But he's, but he's also, a, you know, he's also a great act, comedic actor. Sure. Right? And it's like it's a satire. So, you know, why not have a look? If Polynesian you, Jewish guy play Hitler, if, a pre- Maori Jewish guy play Hitler. <laughs> pre two thousand and sixteen, if you said there was an Adolf Hitler movie coming out, I think people would have freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think in, in today's political state, in this economic chaos that we're in right now uh putting somebody in an adolf hitler costume on a film i mean how much worse could it be than real life you know what i'm saying it's it's one of these things where it could be i mean a really great great satire to su- see supposedly he's been trying to get this movie made for a while right and now yeah, he, he wrote, just he has the years clout. ago yeah. he just wrote it years ago yeah yeah so i mean actually because with the clout he's like um i mean he's he's now uh he's the script that he's written years ago now he, he can get greenlit you know so and then you know one of the reasons you know one of the great um it's just fortuitous that you know he's also shooting his next movie here in Hawaii, so it's like you know so uh, and it's a and it's a film that uh, he wrote a script he wrote the script five years What's ago. It called? Uh, next goal wins. Yeah, and oh, it's is that about the American Samoa. Yeah, soccer um, team. It's basically team. cool okay. runnings, right? It's kind of kind yeah. of a cool runnings, awesome. like a, you know like a true story about the uh, American Samoa soccer team who tries to uh, get back into the World Cup uh, standing after uh, you know. A, a, uh, uh, you know, a defeat of Australia of like forty to zero or something like that. Jesus, like, <laughs> like that's ridiculous. So you guys yeah. are on the other end of these films when they get shown, mm-hmm. but when when somebody like that comes out here and does a film like this, does HIF help out with this? Or do you guys no, participate? No, we don't. I mean, we we, well, we we do in our own way. Like for example, I know that you know they were casting a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. so they they reached out to us to you know send out the casting notice if we have any 
recommendations or whatnot. So, you know, this is a close community, you know, very uh, close-knit community. So we reached out to You're an extension of the film organizations. industry. So yeah, exactly. it would make sense that yeah. you're involved somehow. But exactly, yeah. exactly. So, Interesting. Yeah. But Taika loves Hawaii. You know, he wanted to shoot this film here. Um, He's from know. New Zealand, so from he has that, that poly exactly. connection. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, you know, so it's a great, it's a great, it's, um, you know, I think it's a, he's on a streak, man. And he's been to HIF several times. I mean, we, we first, you know, he came here when he was a nobody, actually, you know, really. You know, just before Flight of the Concords, before oh, wow. all yeah. that stuff, right? And, like, you know, he's just a young, a young buck, you know, just, like, hanging out, you know, like, uh, and it was great to see him and, like, uh, you know, kind of just rise into, you know, the, you know Hollywood fame and, like, it's yeah. just really doing good for, you know, not only um, the Pacific Rim, but just for, like, you know, just, like, uh, and New Zealand filmmakers, but just for just a, a great comedic voice um, it's, in, it's in nice, pop culture. It's nice to see that, you know, now that he's a big star, he's still, like, you know, is down to come out and support you guys because obviously a, a lot of stars and they once they get big they're like oh i don't need you anymore peace out <laughs> right right absolutely he he loves the, f the festival he loves to party so he loves the karaoke he loves his local food you know like it's I like mean, who doesn't who doesn't right <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah by the yeah. way uh becky just walked in the executive director of hey, hif becky. Hi, hi becky hi guys <laughs> Yes, you did. Wow. <laughs> Small world. <laughs> Hello, Becky. So uh, you also have John Woo. Yes. Which yep. is, that's kind of like, the, the way I read the release, it's like, that should be, I feel like, to me, as, a, as, as far as in the film world, like, he's a bigger deal to me than Taika is. Because oh, uh, yeah, Taika is yeah. the new hot thing, but I yeah, mean, yeah. John Woo is he, John he, Woo. Yeah, he's like, a, you know, kind of like inspired so many a, a generation of filmmakers so right that's a question i had is I, I feel like uh and and you tell me i feel like he is the most influential living action director in the world yeah i would say i would say that's a i would make an argument for that yeah did you do crouching tiger no no that's oh. ang lee but oh, he which has also been to the festival racist <laughs> no but uh but john woo but john woo uh was instrumental he's you know um he was like really big in the early 90s of the golden age of hong kong cinema he made films like with Chow Yun Fat called The Killer and Hard Boiled, inspired like Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, The Matrix, Wachowski. So yeah. there, wouldn't, there wouldn't be Reservoir Dogs or The Matrix or Pulp Fiction. There wouldn't be any movie like where a Hollywood action star holds two handguns yeah. at the same time at someone and white doves fly. <laughs> yeah, and the doves <laughs> and anything in slow motion with guns. That's so he crossed all John over to Hollywood. He yeah. he directed Face Off, Our Target. He directed Mission Impossible Two. You know, like it's like, uh, and so actually, he's actually working on a remake of The Killer, with uh, but Ooh. but 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 with Lupita Nyong'o as the oh, killer versus yes. yeah yeah, and it's set in Europe. Yeah, but so. we're showing the original killer. So we're showing the original killer, the original, and it's the 30th anniversary of the killer. How I mean, old does that make you feel? <laughs> Very. Like I was like talking 70, about Robotech right? and Starblazer earlier, yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's such a seminal film, you know. It's like it just like really influenced so many people. Is that his biggest movie, The Killer? I think that's his, or most, his most famous, famous Western film, movie. Yeah, yeah. I, or fam yeah, most famous movie out, you know, from his like filmography for sure. And by the way, I mean Chow Yun Fat be crossed over because of yeah. his movies yeah, 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 with yeah. Uh, John Woo. Yeah. That's Absolutely. crazy. I'm just looking at his IMDb. There's 218 titles credited to his name. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of film. Well, you know, I mean, when you were in Hong Kong in the 80s, you were making a movie every six months, honestly. 
You know, so, so Anderson's going to do a talk with him after the killer. Yeah. Which is going to be killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bumps. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but Taika's doing a Q&A too, right? Yeah, he's doing a Q&A as well. Is that, is that, is that after the, the yeah, movie? Yeah, after the film, yeah. Okay. Jojo Rabbit. So. Um, yeah, so we have you know, those special guests. You know, we, we just secured a couple other special guests, so. Can't say it. Okay, Becky can't it. say it. Oh, oh, we, can't we got some it. special Sorry. guests you can't talk about. Tell, tell us about the other special guests you can talk about, because there is more. Okay, so we do have some big special guests we'll that, we just, that we just literally confirmed at 7 a.m. today um, that we'll make an announcement, like, this week. Why can't you just make the announcement right now? Because no one even listens to this. No one listens. Give them the exclusive. I believe that someone listens. So, But we have so many... Guests coming to the festival. We actually have more guests coming, I think, than we've had in ye- like years, yeah. right? Name drop. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> we have filmmakers. Okay, one guest that I'm really excited about that you might not recognize her name, but her name is Haifa Al Mansour. Haifa Al Mansour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the first female filmmaker out of Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Which is okay. huge. Yes. And she's, her last film was nominated for an Oscar. Um, wow. Wow. And then this film is huge on the film festival circuit. I met her and saw the film at the Toronto International Film Festival a couple of weeks ago. Um, she's amazing. She's super talented in her own right in, in the U.S. too. She films like a lot of big television yeah, shows. Yeah, I talk about Netflix. So what she's, was her last film? Uh, Wajda? No, her last one was um, Napoli Ever After. But what was the one that was nominated for an Oscar? Wajda. Wajda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wajda awesome. was nominated. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But her last one was Napoli Ever After and Mary Shelley. Uh, you know, like, um, you know, the Frankenstein author. Yeah yeah. 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 She did that. Wow. Yeah. So, so and- she's coming and she's going to do a master class. I'm really excited about that. Our, um, we actually have a program that focuses on filmmakers that are immigrants to the United States. <laughs> so they were born in other places. And obviously that's important for a number of reasons, going back to the political spectrum right now. But what's really cool about that program this year also is that um, it's all women. So we have like five women filmmakers that are also immigrants. Yes. Um, that will be coming to the festival, um, showing their work. Haifa's in that program. Um, and then we have filmmakers... Um, as part of our nominated competition films, which is really exciting. Um, uh, and those are people from all over the world, emerging filmmakers from all over the world. So again, people that like you may not have heard of yet, but you're going to hear about right. in the coming years. Well, that was the, that was like Taika. Like Taika, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he came here and then, you know, yeah. a month later, you know, Avenger or Thor comes out and yeah. And then you know, I'm really excited. We have Jacob, Jacob Batalon coming. Did you talk about oh, him already? Oh, yeah, no, we haven't. So, Jacob, you know, Jacob Batalon, he's uh, from Hawaii. He was like, yeah, he's the oh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man kid. guy. Nebulies, we want to yeah. get yeah. him on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring him on. Come and introduce him to us. As a youth ambassador for one of our education programs. Yeah. Um, you know, also another, I can talk about the jury. Yeah. We have a really high profile jury. So we have like um, the festival directors of the Toronto Film Festival, South by Southwest, uh, programmers from Cannes Film Festival in Berlin. You know, this is, um, um, and also um, we have uh, another guy, a comedian and podcaster who, has, who from Kailua originally is a Jonah Ray. Uh, you know, he's known for, he was on the Nerdist podcast. He's on the new host, current host of Mystery Science Theater 3000 oh, on yeah. Netflix, and uh, he's uh, you know he's he's done the comedy show with uh, the Meltdown with Kamal Nanjiani. 
on Tommy Comedy Central. And he's he's in a film. He's, or, on, no, our he's jury. on jury. No, he's on the so jury. So we have four juries, which means we have four programs that are in competition. Okay. Right. And so we bring out these really amazing industry people from all over the world. Like Anderson said, the co-head of the Toronto International Film Festival, the film festival director for South by Southwest is coming to be on one of our juries. Um, a programmer from Tribeca is coming to be on a jury, Jonah Ray. Um, so we bring out... Paula Bertolino from Cannes. From Cannes. We have yeah. a producer that also works with BuzzFeed that's going to be on one of the juries. Mm. So we have these incredible juries and like all of our events, you have access to these in- incredible people um, where you can like meet filmmakers and meet our jury members. Um, and then so the juries watch the films that are in competition, including our Made in Hawaii program, including our um, international competition called the Kaukahoku Awards. Um, And then they pick the winning films and those films get an award at our awards gala on November 15th. Okay. So you've got this amazing uh, talent of people that are coming in to be a part of this. I mean, we've already established HIF is, is a significant player in the world of cinema festivals. So it's pretty amazing to see that you know, it grows every year a little bit. And I'm glad to see that we're going to get a chance to see some of our local stars. So you talk about Jacob Batalan. Um, I met this kid right before the Spider-Man movie came out that he, you know, he was introduced in. Um, super humble. You know, he comes on and he's like, I'm actually, I'm going to be in a movie. He was emailing us. I'm going to be in a movie soon. I'm going to be in Spider-Man. You know, and when somebody emails you direct like that, you don't usually take them at their word. You know, right. so like he emailed us, I think like his teacher emailed us or something like yeah. that. Hey, this kid, Jacob, uh, is going to be in the new Spider-Man Damien, movie. I think, right? Yeah, Damien, he went to yeah, Damien. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we're booking uh-huh. guests. We're booking uh-huh. guests on the show. And, and, uh, and I'm like, yeah, sure, we'll bring him on. And he comes sure. on, super down-to-earth kid, real sweet, talking about how great it was to work on the movie. And then, you know, of course, you see the movie, and you see that, holy crap, he's in the whole movie. Right. He's very much a part of it, so much so that he got in several other Spider-Man universe yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. including yeah. Avengers, yeah. too, right? I don't know. Yeah, 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 I think so. Endgame. <laughs> Endgame. And, uh, yeah. Far from home. Sure. Yeah, all of it. Anyway, but, <laughs> okay. but there's a lot of local... He's huge. Yeah, he's huge. A lot of local stars... He's that, big in Germany. That, that come out and do, David and do this stuff, yeah. Anyway, all right. So, okay, one other thing I want to talk about that's really cool um, is our virtual reality program. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, okay, so we started okay, this you program. Right there. I'm listening. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, Oculus Rift. we started this program last year. We actually have better technology than Oculus Rift. Yeah. Whoa. You heard it here first. So, we started it last year, and it was three days. It was at the barn at Salt at our Kakako, free and open to the public. We only had four projects. It was super well attended. Um, people loved it. And so this year we're expanding the program, which I'm really excited about. So we're five days at Salt um, in the barn. Again, open to the public. But we'll have like 20 projects. Um, and we're also including it in our education program. So a lot of people don't know that HIF does a ton of work with students across the state. And in one of those programs, we bus students into the theaters before we open to the public and you guys in the mornings. Um, so we bus kids in for free to watch the films and have conversations with the filmmakers. So we're now expen- extending that to our virtual reality program. Wow. Okay. So we're going to be busting kids into salt to like try on the headsets and experience these really amazing programs. We're doing so a spotlight. So what are these programs? So we're doing a spotlight on Taiwan. So really incredible projects coming out of Taiwan. Yeah, Taiwan's the, the one of the only countries in Asia that are really focusing on, you know, broadening their VR work, you know. So and these cool. are movies? These are films? They're games? <laughs> they're projects. They're experiences. So it's like you're in a headset. It's a complete, um, 
uh, one-on-one experience that you're having with this footage, and each one is different. Okay. So some of them you actually interact with. Some of them are like 360 cinema, so you can move around in your yeah. chair and see different so, things. Essentially, they are films. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're looking at sort of narrative, mm-hmm. independent narrative uh, virtual reality projects, so okay. how sort of that film aspect of it translates into this new right. technology. And we also have a, a focus on indigenous Australian indigenous works. Indigenous Australian. So. Okay. Let me stop you there for just a second, because I just want to take a quick poll of the room, just a, a, okay. a, a, a in you know unscientific poll here. Raise your hand if you've ever put a VR headset on your head. Okay, I have. Okay, outside of the hip folks, one person in the room. Hey, uh, two people. You? Two people. You have? I for the first time in my life, I put a VR headset on this weekend. Where were you? <laughs> I was at Dave and Buster's. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. That doesn't count. No, wait. (laughs) Hear me out. It's really bad. Have you done it? I haven't done the Dave and Buster's. Could they not charge you for that? No. I have. It's $7. That's ridiculous. I did it twice. Okay. Now, just hear me out for a second, okay? I'm hearing you out. We did, um, it was a Jurassic Park thing, Jurassic World World one. Um, And maybe I'd been drinking. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm. You get on this thing, basically, you put the headset on and you're pushed through this environment. You're pushed through this world. And as you're doing it, stuff happens left and right. It's actually four dimensional because there's wind and you're on this ride that's moving around. But the thing is, is wherever you look, that's where the action is. So you're looking left, there's a freaking T Rex right here. You're looking to the right, you know, there's, there's blue, the. Velociraptor, whatever the thing is happening. Super interactive experience for me. And I get that it's probably nowhere near what you're talking about. It's dated. But, but when you're talking about... I would say our projects are even cooler than that. Okay. Because well, they're not gimmicky. But see, we don't have any place to go. Like, I went from zero to There's this. There's no bar, in other words. So, <laughs> setting a bar. so get me to... Explain to me how this is how this works. Okay, so I mean, well, I mean don't give me the science. Okay. I don't want to know no, 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 the programming. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. <laughs> okay. So yeah, last how year can in our I first, enjoy? in our first VR, <laughs> yeah, last year you know, it was our inaugural VR program, right? Oh, yeah. So we had a short, like animated piece about um, this extinct bird in on, on the island of Kauai, right? Mm-hmm. It's and now extinct. It's now extinct. So basically, it was like a you know like a, a scientist who was a uh, uh, recorded. Tr- recording this is like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, w- like just recording the, the sound. The last, the last known, known chirps of this bird. Chirps okay. of the bird. And it's an animated piece where you're experiencing. So you're, you're the person. Uh, you're you're in the, deep in the rainforest. And then, so you're experiencing, with a narration, the, the last and like You bird. get to push a button and like and record here. the bird. And then yeah. you push it and it plays it back. And the bird, and the bird thinks is that there. the bird thinks that there's another bird there. Well, but these and are the last, like the last real recordings okay. the bird of the realizes, bird. Right? The bird realizes it's, that like it's not it's a real last, bird, it's, and oh. it's the, the last only one. Of its, kind. it's the first time that bird has ever. So heard. I took it off, and I'm like crying. You're crying. I I'm was like, in tears. Oh sobbing, my gosh! Right? Because it's it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a a mix of animation. But also the actual recordings of the last chirps of this bird. But it's not, and they're not yeah. all animation. Like yeah. the one I think at David Buster's is animation. It's, it's, it's a computer. It's like CGI, it's right? A, it's a high yeah. def. Some of them are animation. like real people. So you're actually in a room mm. with a real human, mm. either having a conversation or dancing or interacting in some way or just watching like a fly yeah. on the wall. This is how the Matrix starts. There you go. Oh, yeah. We're, we're yeah. on the front are, lines. Yeah. Yeah. on the front lines. Are line. we in a simulation? That's yeah. what so, I want to know. So what I want to sell on, sell you on, Maleko, is. Um, this year, the coolest thing that HIF is doing, and also the craziest to organize, um, is a virtual reality dinner. Ooh. 
Okay, right? That's what I said. Is like, this really happening? This is, yeah, it's really happening. It's really happening. So it's real food. You're eating real food. Yeah. So um, it's a chef who crafts like a... So far, so good. Yeah. It's real food. And a mixologist. It's real alcohol. No, no, a mixologist. It's a chef and a mixologist. So we're bringing out a chef and a mixologist. The team lives... Half of the team is in New York. Half of the team is in L.A. So like... You know, real, real trendy people, um, and they create these like, like five star meals. Okay, wow. right. It takes them like four days to prepare this menu. Um, we have super limited tickets. Um, tickets are seventy five dollars, which gets you. Is this three... the projection thing? Oh god, where they put the um... no, 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 no. You wear the headset. Well, that girl's getting okay. really excited. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Each... I'm dropping Just stuff. Over over. Everything. Probably took Star One Hundred One Nine off the air. <laughs> so... Sorry. Sorry. No, it, it sounds, no one's listening though. They'll know in like so, twenty minutes when, so it sounds, when Jamie tunes oh in. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds, yeah. No, so VR is just one component of it, right? So it's actually so you like full, watch this VR experience of like making the food, the, the, like a five course Michelin star it. meal. Oh, okay, but, and then you're actually eating. Okay. eating it. But, it, but, it, but ah. there's also segments where it's also, that makes there's sense. also poetry too. It sounds weird. But it okay. works. Well, it's going to be really weird if there wasn't actually food and you're no, watching and it's like oh, eating virtual food. This I was is like, virtually this... awesome. But, but, <laughs> but the VR and the poetry and all and the explanations right. they like accentuate. The and so this and is you, sold out, right? This experience is already sold out, and there's no, no, no way anybody can get tickets. Right, right. No, please get tickets. Hiff.org. I'm going to get there right now. They're not even on sale yet. Sold me on food. There you go. This reminds me of another experience. I we did a story on recently. I think it's it's it comes from Disney Animation, where they they've got a restaurant that they do projections on the table. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an animation, and basically what's happening is you see the food being made by you know by something at the table, like little animals or something. They come and they bring you the food, and the next thing you know, there's a plate that gets put in front of you, and it's the food. Okay, this is like the adult cool version. The adult cool version of that. Yeah. Except it's in your it's you're wearing a headset. Right. When you're doing yeah. it. Not 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 all I mean you wear the headset and then you take it off and eat. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, wear yeah. the headset while you it's eat. It's like it's like I mean, you can. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You it's could. like uh it's like you can mess with your food. Yeah. At what yeah. at, at what point uh when do you roll out the porn? That's already rolled Flash out. Is it, isn't that what the VR is for? We Flash keep it classy. Yeah. We keep it classy. <laughs> no, but Pornhub has that, I think. Seriously. The, the I would inter- assume. Virtual, virtual reality is for, right? I mean, am well, I alone here? I Listen. Want no virtual reality. Like I want the real you're thing, getting, baby. You're getting, like, minority report on us right now. <laughs> no, but I mean, in general, as far as digital technology yes, goes, porn, porn, porn is always yes. always leading the charge. Yes. It's where the yeah, most yeah, money I is. Show, porn, porn is an uh, weird. Porn is an early adopter. <laughs> Newsflash: <laughs> Every day of our life, we're industry. talking about porn. So, yeah. so Anderson is yes. is virtual reality the the future of movies? No, I don't think so. No, way. Becky says no. No, no, no I, I don't think so. But it is an extension of it. So that that leads me to a question that I had because this year you guys are actually showing one of the buzziest. Movies that I know of this year, The Irishman, Martin Scorsese's oh, yeah, new yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a Netflix movie. Sure. And there's this whole controversy on, you know, do movies even qualify for the Oscars if they're only showing on Netflix or Netflix is showing movies like Roma in like one theater one time just to qualify for the Oscars. And to me, I feel like it, to me, it's. It's on movie theaters. It's right. not on the studios. It's, it's on the movie it's the theaters movie, themselves the to create theaters. an experience that gets me off of my couch right. and yeah. into the but theater. It's, but it's also the movie theater chains, the big ones who refuse to work with Netflix, 
to show their movies in their theaters, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's they're why. So isn't that being movies. a little yeah. bitchy and petty? I mean, well, again, they're protecting their. I think they're very right to protect their. Yeah. You know, protect their interests, right? But but you know, t- like. Times They're going to lose eventually. Yeah. That train's already yeah. left the station. It's, it's, it's Metallica to, to, suing Napster. That train yeah. has left the, the station. Is, it's that's done. Gone. Gone. I just read yesterday, you know, well, we don't have AMC here, but AMC is one of the big theater chains. Uh, they just announced their own streaming service. Oh, yeah. Oh. I saw that. Yeah. Did you see no, that? No, thanks. Yeah. That's good. Oh, for the Irishman? Oh, yes. Yeah. So the Irishman is very, very big. You know, I mean, it's a big Martin Scorsese movie. Netflix invested. De Niro, Pesci, Pesci, and Pacino. Pacino. So it's a big trifecta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, uh, and then yeah, it's like you know, it spans like, like decades. So like they're playing character, they're playing the same character from the age twenty to seventy. Also, also Will Smith in Gemini Man. And Gemini Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, came so. out. He's competing. So, yeah, against so there's a, the whole de aging thing, right? They're using de aging technology. Which like, when big... are they going to offer that in real life? Seriously. IRL. Right? Yeah. IRLD. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so while we were having that discussion, a new drink virtually appeared oh. in front of us. <laughs> Bartender David was working hard. And uh, what have you made for us, sir? And so this is uh, one that I, I really like making when I'm at Hula's. Um, you know, people... Some people they don't like whiskey. There's other people Those who people are like whiskey, suck and are whiskey dumb. lovers. But no, this <laughs> this is the one. This is the one that I. Those people that don't like whiskey, I turn them around and they're like, "Oh wow, this is really around. good." Yeah, yeah you turn I them totally around, Dave. Do. I totally <laughs> turn them around. Pull the old switcherooski. Yeah, so yeah, this one. Does. This one's called an old fashioned, but you don't have to. Yo, it doesn't Duke. have to be old fashioned. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, you, you can totally yeah. update it. Uh, what we're using is uh, bullet bourbon. You do an oh, ounce yeah. and a half of that after you uh, muddle your maraschino cherry. And I like to use an orange. You know, it releases those juices, those oils, and it really brings the whole cocktail together. You add your whiskey, a little simple syrup instead of the traditional um, sugar <coughs> cube. Yeah. You know, it mixes well again. And uh, a splash of um, soda and ice. And then you can roll it in a cock, uh, cocktail uh, shaker or, you know, swizzle it with a straw or a stir, and there you go. David, so, you know what I love about you? You take a lot of pride in your drinks. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's, 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 oh boy. You virtually nailed it on the head. I yeah. do your work with pride. So, David, you ever have people come in that... Um, that don't want, aren't asking for a whiskey drink, but they say, hey, just make me something, and you make them this, and then they don't even know that there's whiskey in it? Oh, totally. No yeah. way. And, then, is, and this... then you're like, ha-ha, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. The old, yeah. ba- what is it, Babadook? The old Babadook, though. That's his favorite word. I want to thank everybody for coming in today. This has been a fantastic discussion. I love one plug? Sorry. You're late to the party on one. Yes. This whole podcast yes. is Wait, okay. First of all, this drink is delicious, David. Second of all, we're doing an after party with Hula's, guys. Oh, that's right. Um, I love Hula's. I used to go there when I was single thinking I wouldn't get hit on, but that proved false. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, so, no, seriously, Saturday, November 9th, after a film, we're doing our Hula's gala after party. So come support gala. that. Gala. Oh, I see what you did there. Not only is Gala. it is the official after party for Pride, but we're also doing Hula's uh, as the recovery party the next day on Sunday. Yes! I love he that. Said Pride. He said Pride. Pride. He said it. Yay! Yay. Yay. Oh, oh, oh. All right, so check it out this week. It's Pride coming up uh, <laughs> at the end of this month.
Yeah, so I'll be emceeing as well. Just wanted to plug that, plug myself as Sorry, well. Sorry, we, we totally derailed the HIF segment. I no, apologize, no, no, but no. thank you for We're, having us. Absolutely. This is like, you remember um, Maleko in Lord of the Rings the when you thought the movie weekend. was over? Yes. And, yeah. and then it was a false ending, and then yeah. and then you thought it was oh, over? How many and then there was another endings? false the ten, ending? The, the, the ten endings. I just want to leave now. Maleko's been trying to wrap up this podcast forever. Next week on the podcast, October 23rd, we have a winery in the house. DJK Winery. We're going to be tasting and sampling all kinds of different wines, talking all things wine. Obviously, we're going to get hammered. And uh, by the way, you can listen to us and subscribe to us anywhere you listen to a podcast. Sean was asking before we came on. Yeah, wherever you get your podcast, iTunes is the preferred method. But if you use Spotify or Pandora, you can get us there as well. Overcast is our uh, personal favorite app yeah, for that. Yeah, for I this. Use, use the Overcast app. Huh? I use Stitcher. Yeah, Stitcher's Stitcher. Another great Stitcher's one. a good one, yeah. Um, or if you don't uh, don't like using apps on your phone for some reason, you can get us uh, while you're listening at work. Just go to malecoandflash.com.